0: Listener production. Good morning, sports fans. I'm Josh Conway and welcome to The Scorecard, your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, December 11. Today, crazy scenes in the Big Bash. Mitchell Johnson goes the Aussies again and Eddie Jones is up to his old tricks. But first... Oh, well, that's... I'm going to say it, I think that's a bit ridiculous. We started this game hoping that the wicket was going to play better than we thought and better than it looked. But if this is straight... Where's this going to go? Straight up under your grill. When former Australian captain Ricky Ponting speaks, people tend to listen and the ex-skipper summed up the simply farcical scenes in last night's Big Bash clash in Geelong between the Melbourne Renegades and Perth Scorchers pretty well there on Channel 7. The match at GMHBA Stadium was called off after just 41 balls. That's inside seven overs after a series of deliveries from Gade's quick Will Sutherland virtually exploded out of the pitch, striking a wet patch that had come about after water had seeped under the covers after heavy rainfall on Saturday. If that sounds like a situation you're more likely to hear about in your local park game, you're probably right. That should not happen tonight. That shouldn't be the case, that a game gets abandoned because of water getting onto a pitch. I'm pretty sure yesterday it was always going to rain all day, so why not get more covers in to make sure what happens tonight doesn't happen? That's former England captain Michael Vaughan on Fox Sports there. The tipping point came when three straight balls from Sutherland to Perth and Aussie keeper Josh Inglis jagged and rose sharply, who seemed to mouth something along the lines of, that's a joke, just with a couple of more words that we can't really say on the scorecard before the umpires were forced to step in. Renegades batter Aaron Finch telling Fox Sports it was the right call. You can see that one that Josh English just got there and it's just bouncing uh, ridiculously. Like if that's on line of someone's body or their head, then, then that could be some real issues. The worst part the writing was on the wall pre-game with Renegades captain Nick Maddinson describing the wicket as absolutely drenched at the toss... The skipper later telling Seven things just weren't right. I know the fans want to get a game and we want to play as much as anyone, but when there's divots coming out of the wicket and the ball seeming around like it is, both sideways and up as well, I think player safety comes into it. So what does it all mean? Well, both teams split the points and fans rightfully will get a refund while Cricket Australia say they'll launch a review into how it all came about. Hopefully less drama in tonight's game with Hobart hosting the Sydney Sixers. Still on cricket and it looks like Aussie selectors will resist the urge to hand tear away Lance Morris uh, debut in front of a home crowd in Perth. Thursday's first test against Pakistan with coach Andrew McDonald saying it's likely the wild thing will be snubbed in favour of incumbents Pat Cummins, Mitch Stark and Josh Hazelwood. It comes after another newspaper article from former quick Mitchell Johnson Him again. who called for the uncapped tearaway to make his debut this week. Johnson made a beeline for former teammate David Warner last week calling for the veteran's head in a scathing attack, but batter Travis Head and McDonald say there's no issues between Johnson and the team. Don't think I'll have to sit down and chat with him. Nothing out of the ordinary, so, yeah, I think that's a long way behind all of us. As for Warner Spot, McDonald says he's locked in and won't be thinking about a replacement until later down the track. We've got time to make that decision. Davey's playing the first test match, and, and we'll go from there. Until we have to make the decision, then it'll continue, I suppose, to bubble away. Nathan Lyon... Go. Looks like our only inclusion from the final Ashes test back in mid-year, who Who was just four wickets away from 500 in the baggy green. You wouldn't read about it despite these constant denials. I don't know what you're talking about, mate. I said no, mate. I've had no discussion with them, mate. Haven't been speaking to anyone, mate. I've never had a job offer from Japan, mate. There's no offer. So is Japan an option? I don't know, mate. After have to ask Sydney Morning Herald. They seem to know more than me. Eddie Jones will reportedly be unveiled as Japan coach this week. It comes less than a month after Jones left his post at the Wallabies, frequently batting away speculation he was taking part in interviews for the Japanese job. According to reports, Jones will be wheeled out as the new Cherry Blossoms coach for the second time this Wednesday. It's another sorry chapter for rugby in our country, following a World Cup campaign that saw us exit the tournament at our earliest ever point under Jones, who did eventually resign, as did Chief Hamish McLennan. Ouch. And that was all before Mark Nawangani tawase code-hopped to the Sydney Roosters. Let's hope things pick up in the sport soon. (laughs) And how about this from over in the States, where the biggest contract in professional sporting history has just been signed. Forget LeBron James or Cristiano Ronaldo, you name whoever you want. No one comes close to Japanese baseball star Shohei Ohtani, who is now the highest-paid sports person the world over. The 29-year-old has agreed to a 1.6 billion 10-year deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers. You're kidding. No, nope, that's no typo or slip of the tongue. 1.6 billion. Wrap your head around that. For context, that's around 314,000 Aussie dollars every single day and 432,000 per game. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? And why can he command so much, you may ask? Well, Otani is regarded as one of MLB's greatest ever due to his ability to both pitch and hit at an extremely high level. And that has him the competition's reigning MVP also. Just nuts. And lastly, congratulations to Bruno Fornaroli, who yesterday became just the third A-League player to score 100 goals in Melbourne Victory's 4-1 win over the Wanderers. And also a well done to Ange Postacoglu, whose Tottenham outfit won their first Premier League game in five attempts this morning with a 4-1 win over high-flying Newcastle. And that is your fast one hit of sport for today. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Listener.